The Last Supper with Steph DeSosa. Thanks for dropping by. Come and sus Steph's Life Spice. All her socials at spicysteph.com. Michelle Adonis first came to my attention with her most beautiful Instagram page showcasing her amazing high tea treats. Michelle Adonis is a pastry chef, restaurateur and television presenter known for her role as a judge on the great Canadian baking show. Grab a wine and DM Steph. She'd love to hear what your last supper would be and what wine you're drinking. Hi, Rochelle. Welcome to the Last Supper podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank oh. you. Very exciting. Oh, you're welcome. Now, Rochelle, I am an Instagram stalker of yours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. I, I love your Instagram. You just Thank do you. the most beautiful pictures. Do you take the pictures yourself or do you have someone do it for you? Look, most of them I take myself. Ah, oh, they're beautiful. You obviously mm. have a gift for photography because they're amazing. Oh, thank you for saying so. Everyone who works for me knows that I'm so fussy. Oh, really? <laughs> Nobody else's photos are good enough. It's, it's got to be from a certain angle. It's got to be with a certain lighting and aesthetic. Ah, oh, that's funny. Is that Nobody something else that... gets it right. Yeah, of course, of course. Sounds like a typical creative person though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can go do it yourself. Yeah. Did you, did you, have you done a photography course or is this something that you've learned over the time? I haven't, but I am looking at the, um, there's something that keeps popping up on my Instagram feed that's promoting, you know, an iPhone photography course. And a friend of mine recently did it and said that it has basically changed her life. And Is that one in Melbourne? I don't know. It's sort of online. And oh, okay. I just think it sounds fantastic. You just do it at your own pace, at your own time. Oh, okay. I think it costs $99 and you sign up and but she said it just changes everything. Yeah, mm, and that's interesting. I mean, at the end of the day, we all have this really powerful little camera in our hands, oh, in our do. back pockets, in our purses, and it's how you perceive the world and, and how you can capture it. Yeah, I mean, it's how we tell our stories know, just, now, isn't it? We do it through our photos. Oh, absolutely. So why not do yeah. it better? <laughs> Absolutely. Although, to and, be honest, you know, I don't what, think you need to do it better because yours are really good. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I do have a secret weapon which sometimes will pop up. I've got a pretty impressive 1DX, a uh, uh, Canon 1DX, ah. and I've got a macro lens on that. And when I can be bothered because it's so heavy and clunky and yeah. quite a palaver, you know, I have to download the photos and yeah. then, you know, put a card into a reader and, you know, it's just not instant. It's, yeah. it's not that instant sort of take the picture and yeah. put it on, post it. It's yeah. so I have to plan more for it. But it does take incredible photos. Mm. If I want to get really, really If you're you doing know, something spanky. extra special, you're gonna get Yeah, then I then I pull out the then I pull out the big gun. Yeah. yeah, but it would be great to be able to get that kind of quality out of your phone, wouldn't it? I know I've been, there's a oh, course yeah. that keeps popping up in my feed and it's a weekend workshop in Melbourne somewhere and I just look at some of the stuff that they do and I just think, oh, I'm so tempted to fly down there and do it. But I might look at that yeah. um, that one that you're talking about and see if I can find it because that sounds self-driven. It's, an online, it's, definitely, it's definitely an online thing and what appeals to me is not just to use it through my work but I'm going to Europe with my family in um, December oh, and exciting. last time well last time we went to Europe we took the big camera mm. and we didn't use it because yeah. it just you know it, it was heavy. too clunky yeah. and these days you know I'm really conscious of looking like Terry Tourist and <laughs> you know you carry around a big camera <laughs> it's a giveaway um, right <laughs> and if you've got kids with you you're definitely not a professional photographer no, <laughs> you know, you're true. definitely just a tourist so yeah I, I think it'd be really great to be able to, to use it we'll and see, just, I, I, 
you just got to find the time to do it. Yeah, mm. exactly. That's that's always the golden thing, isn't it? <laughs> Where can I find yeah, that 15 minutes a day to do something time. for myself? Yeah, because, yeah, exactly. you know, you're not only yeah. trying to run a business, but you're trying to run a family as well, right? And it, it's difficult. Absolutely. I know I just got it a phone call really. 15 minutes ago from my son's school saying he's in sick bay with a bucket. I went, oh, that's convenient. Oh, we'll keep him there. <laughs> that's what I did. I said, for him right now. <laughs> so I just, I went into my phone. I started at the top of my network and worked my way down until I found someone who was prepared to take a sick child with a bucket home. <laughs> oh. But you know what? That's what being a mum's all about, isn't it really? Exactly. Just using your resources. Your yeah. Exactly. Exactly. got to be. <laughs> Too funny. I was reading your bio and it says you were a judge on the Great Canadian Bake Show. Is that like our Australian version of Bake Off? Yes, it is. Oh, yeah, it's wow. exactly. Yeah, look, I did the first two seasons. Yeah. Um, the third the third season's been shot without me and is going to air, I think, this week in across Canada. Oh, um, really? So it was the most, yeah, look, I, I couldn't commit to it this year because my daughter's in 12 and my son's in 10. Oh, and it's an important year for you. It really was. Yeah. It, it, well, it is. And the way things have worked out, it took me away from Australia for, a, well, two years in a row for quite a long period of time. How long um, was filming for that show? Well, it was four weeks with a break and then another sort of two weeks. Yeah. But, you know, with some time I aside and the flights and then the, the year before, 2017, was, uh, I think, five weeks of filming. But then, you know, a week of either side. And, yeah. I mean, we were able to wrap some family vacation time into that but it was quite draining as well as being an amazing experience yeah. it was draining on the family yeah. and, and the business yeah so, and it's, it's on the other side of the world you know it would be different if it exactly. was in Australia and you could pop home for the weekends totally it's not yeah. the case no problem. yeah no problem. exactly no 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 it was a it was a long haul I mean there's no doubt I'd like to do a bit more of it but if it comes my way it comes my way yeah. it, it was a great experience for two years and, is that the um, first bit of television that you had done I've dabbled. I've done a few little spots here and there, but yeah, the first the show, first I've show done. that you've hosted, yeah. I guess, and yeah. been a judge. Yeah, I'm really proud of it because it was a pilot. Season yeah. one was launched in 2017, mm-hmm. and to rave reviews across oh, Canada. Wow, um, it was really, really well funded by the CBC, and you know, it had a really incredible viewing audience, and it was really well received by Such everyone in Canada. Public. Yeah, yeah. It is a great um, show. Then, like, I love watching the Australian yeah. version and the Kiwi version. I, I have dabbled in watching that as well and I, I really enjoy it. Well, I haven't seen that. I've heard of it, but mm. I haven't seen I've heard. I've heard a few things about it, rather, but I haven't actually tuned in. Does the Canadian version have the comedians as the hosts, like they do here yes. in the street? They do? Yeah. Oh, it's such yes. a magical yes. combination, I think, comedy it, and baking. It kind of, it really is. Yeah. It really is. So season three that's going to air at the moment is going ahead without the original comedians as well. So mm. they, they've had a complete change of lineup, mm. yeah, this year. So I don't know what they're like, but they're, they're Canadian comedy royalty. Um, oh, really? Oh, exciting. Uh, apparently. Yeah, oh, yeah, but I don't see if I can I watch know. the Canadian version. I, I was on the last season of MasterChef and it's just launching yeah. in India today, actually. I know. But I so know. many people That's have already exciting. seen it. <laughs> it's so funny. Well, it's um, for a couple of years, it was, I think, the top rated reality show in India. Yeah, amazing. And I think they it was on their premium channel, which people could pay for. But also, yeah. I think a lot of people have watched it through their VPN as well, I think, from India and Australia. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, it's quite yeah. funny. This great big launch, oh, but no. most people have already seen Fantastic. it. It's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. People <laughs> well, get very creative. Population. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's that right. still won't have seen it. Yeah, exactly, oh, which exciting. is nice. Yeah, it is exciting. Do you enjoy your MasterChef experience? Oh, 
Honestly, I loved it. It was amazing. <laughs> I cannot speak more highly of having an amazing experience. I'm not sure that anything will ever top it. You know, it was just that good. Oh, I hope it does. But it was just young. that amazing. I, <laughs> I know, I know. I hope it doesn't. But I just think, oh, goodness, at this stage, I just think that was just so amazing. How could anything get oh, any better? Yeah, so I'm so lucky. Oh, I'm such a lucky that's girl. Nice. It's a nice place to start from then oh, with your absolutely. expectations of life. Yeah, mm-hmm. beautiful launch pad, a beautiful launch pad. Oh, gorgeous. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Is this a five-headed iTunes podcast? If so, leave a review. If not, fuck you. So, Rochelle, given yeah. that you're, um, you are Canadian, aren't you? That's your mm-hmm. actual Yeah, I am. Yeah. I was born and raised there. Mm. Oh, really? So, what, how, yeah. how long ago did you come out to Australia? So, I was born in Montreal and, and lived my first 10 years there. And then I've been in Australia since I was 10. But I get back a lot because my family still, oh, uh, half of my family still live there. So I've got a pretty strong connection to it. Um, I need to go back every year. And whilst I did my schooling and my training, you know, my vocational training here, you know, and I choose to live here. I've chosen to live here with my, and raise my family here. It's a huge part of me. It's, It's you know, it's part of me. It is. It is. Well, it's, I can't, I was about to say it's in my blood, but most of my parents are Australian. Don't oh, tell anybody. really? Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. yeah, that's amazing. They just, yeah, the other day somebody called me first generation Canadian. My son was trying to say that I didn't have any Canadian blood in me. And uh-huh. I was like, well, okay, no worries. You'll just benefit from a passport if you want to do a season <laughs> whistler when you leave school. And, and then someone was saying, why don't we just call you first gen? Yeah. Perfect. First generation Canadian. (laughs) It's funny, a lot of the people that I have spoken to on the podcast, and I think that's the beautiful thing about Australia, and the thing that I love the most is that we have such a diverse cultural background, and it just leads to the most beautiful food stories for me. That's what what I love. So tell me about Canadian food culture. What is it? I was really surprised. When I went back to do the Great Canadian Bake Off, I Mm. was kind of thrown into the world of Canadian home baking, and it's not a world that I had existed in before. My mother, as I said before, is Australian, yeah. and we certainly, I certainly didn't grow up on the apron strings of, of home bakers. Okay. And so I was, I guess I was really surprised. I guess, I guess it's a lot less European than my experience here with baking and patisserie, but it's incredibly creative. Okay. Incredibly creative. There's a huge East Indian culture in really? um, Canada. Yeah, huge. Oh, and that, in my mind, I had no idea. We take this stuff for granted, but it, it just comes through over there. There's concepts over there that I used to think were just store-bought concepts, but actually you can make your own maple sugar cookies and um, yeah. butter tarts. And you know, in the Canadian baking of my memory really was sort of, very elementary, you know, from zero to 10 um, is what I remembered of it. So going back, it's just so diverse, but I guess a little less European, I'd have to say, in its influence. But the availability of ingredients and produce over there is is immense. I mean, I I know with the internet, we can order the incredible exotic things to play with. But I don't know, over there, they just have access to it's readily, readily available all the time, everywhere. All the time. It just wow. it blew me away. Feeling hungry? Drool over Steph's recipes at spicystep.com. What is your favourite food to eat? Do you have a favourite nationality it? to eat? Uh, do you know what? Without a doubt, Italian. Oh, okay. Uh, for savoury, for all things savoury Italian and for all things sweet French. 
Uh-huh. And, I, and that might sound really cliched, but it's if I could live in France with yeah. the food of Italy, I think I'd be really happy. Mm-hmm. And the and the, the the sweet of France, that's you know the pastry. That would be your and the, happy place. It would be in my happy place. Yeah. So somewhere right on the border would really be fine. <laughs> that would be perfect. So <laughs> yeah, I think so. What, what mm. You said you weren't raised on the apron strings of your mum or your grandma. No. So what no. led you into becoming a pastry chef? <laughs> well, it's a funny story. I did a degree in hospitality management and my first job out of college was to manage a restaurant for a young chef in Sydney called Anthony Moran, yeah. and he had a brother. He had a brother, Matt Moran, who had the Paddington Inn at the time, and yeah. they, they had such fierce competitions between them, and he, each of them would ring the other's restaurant to find out, how did you go tonight, how did you go tonight? <laughs> and um, I became friends with Matt, and I told him, I confided in him one night, that he said, well, why don't you do an apprenticeship? And I said, no, no, I'm too old, I'm like 21. He goes, don't be ridiculous. And then I said, well, no, no, no but I've got all these allergies to fish. Oh. And, and shellfish, which I do. And he said, well, then what, do, do a pastry apprenticeship. And I didn't really have a comeback for that. So I went away <laughs> so and I, I literally looked up the Yellow Pages and found the sexiest ad in the Yellow Pages. And I thought, I'm just going to ring someone and just find out what it's all about. What does it mean to be a pastry chef? What does it entail? What, what, what is a pastry chef? And I walked away from that, what I thought was going to be an interview on my part, I got a job and I sort of started the next week and I I sort of jumped into it and it appealed to me so much because in high school and just out of high school, I was, you know, I I painted all through high school and I I wanted to do fashion design and I was good at sewing and drawing and I guess I didn't identify as a creative type until I hit the kitchens in my apprenticeship. Interesting. And and then I realized that was my outlet. Wow. That was my outlet. So you stumbled um, across it really. I really did. It was was purely by accident. Wow. Purely by accident. That's amazing because so many people I've spoken to. I'm glad I did. Yeah. It's a really unusual food story, I think, because I think most people fall in love with it because their family has – Yep. history. No, no, no. It did not happen with me. In fact, I cringe when I think of some of my family food favorites. I mean, my dear grandmother, love her to bits. And every time she came for like Sunday roast, yeah. she would bring her trifle. And I loved it. And I wish I wish she was here now to make me one. But it was the store-bought jam roll. It was the store-bought <laughs> custard. It was the red jelly. <laughs> it was the shaved Cadbury's on the top with a can of whipping cream. And my God, it was amazing. Oh, and some sh- a lot of cheap sherry thrown in oh, for that, a good measure. But that is my mom's like, trifle. <laughs> there you go. And that's, what, and that's the kind of stuff now... I mean, I can, I can recreate that yeah. from scratch and it's the most to die for thing I've ever made in my life. Because it has um, that memory connection, right? It really does, mm. yeah. Yeah, it really does. And my other grandmother used to make her birthday cake, you know, for everyone was sponge with mock cream. <laughs> and it wasn't until I was a bit older that I realized mock was another word for fake. Um, <laughs> and then I realized that Mock cream is really just buttercream. It's <laughs> so, <laughs> I, it's so funny, of, isn't it? I, it I, is, I it loved is. mock cream when I was younger because we didn't – I we had our own cow and my mum would um, – and dad would milk oh. the cow and we'd have our own cream and all the rest of it. <gasps> so that was like mock cream for me was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> we but never the thing got is, it. I, went, I, I sort of evolved 
um, from this little kid think it was amazing to this precocious teenager thinking, oh, mock is fake. It's yeah. a fake. Yeah. And then I actually got in the kitchen and realized it was exactly like a French buttercream. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm thinking, oh, I really hate that I thought all those things about you, Nana. I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was really funny. But um, but now, you know, it's with the benefit of hindsight, you, know, you can remember, remember all these yeah. things. And remember it with a smile too, which is lovely. <gasps> Completely. Yeah. But, you know, that's not what threw me into cooking. So, that, so now that's my story. Yeah, that's where the story starts. So have you thought yeah. about if you had to choose today what your last supper would consist of? What would it be? I think of it regularly. I do. And it's really easy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really easy. It's a capre de salad to start oh, with. Yeah. <laughs> with like with the freshest burrata. And mm. the most beautiful, warm, off-the-vine tomatoes, mm. balsamic olive oil, salt and pepper. And I don't think anyone ever puts as much basil on as I need. It has to have <laughs> lots of basil. Like, it really has to be basil-heavy. Um, and then a lasagna with a perfect, um, like, handmade pasta, yeah. uh, perfect bolognese, not too rich, really tomatoey, yeah. and a very cheesy bechamel. Oh, yum. And then, because it's my last meal and I'm going to die of heart congestion, <laughs> creme brulee with fresh raspberries. Oh, yum. That sounds yeah. so That's incredibly delicious. Exactly I, <laughs> I love it. That's exactly so what I want. So, d- does that connect at all to your family or to growing up? Or is that just you as an adult Not exploring at all. food? Yeah, no, that's what I have decided. Some of my best food experiences have been, you know, I mean, caprese. I mean, there's, there's hit and miss versions, but being in Italy in the summer, I've just I've never had better than yeah. that with bread just dripping in olive oil and just the, the warmth of the sun just hitting the plate and thinking with a beautiful glass of wine how perfect life is. Yeah, and then absolutely. the lasagna, my uh, head chef that, that, that was working for me for a while had a gorgeous mother who recently passed and she made the most phenomenal lasagna I've, I've ever known in my life. And the the meat component were actually these tiny, tiny little meatballs, half the size of a marble. Oh. And so you could taste the love and the labor yes. in wow. in these. And it probably had about 20 layers of pasta. Oh, and she was so lovely. She used to make one of these for me almost every week to give, to, you know, to have with my kids. Oh, and what a to this day, man. oh, I know, to this day, I've never had one like it. Wow. But, but it's that one that I want. You want that one? Yeah, yeah I want that one. I want her. I want, you want her, her to make it with you. Make it, make it for, for my you. last meal. Yeah, yeah exactly. Wow, that's um, amazing. And, and what about uh, your creme brulee? Well, I'm a bit fussy about creme brulee. The, the vanilla bean cannot be at the bottom. It has to be suspended all throughout the cream, and with lots of fresh raspberries mm. and a proper crack on the top and. Yeah, and I, I generally know what I don't want, <laughs> and that's a that's you know, I don't want it to be curdled or split or the vanilla beans at the bottom or or you know fatty in any way. I, the sugar has to be just so, yeah. um, and and I generally don't want it in a, a a shallow dish. I want it in sort of a substantial ramekin, a nice because dish. then I yeah yeah, mm, yeah yum yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah. is that just like your caprese salad took you back to Italy? And the lasagna took you back to this beautiful lady who made it for you. Does that take you back somewhere? Is that just something that you love to cook and eat? So I spent a long time trying to perfect the making of it. And I just remember blowing my family away with lots of different versions of it. And I don't know if this sounds really cheesy, but they were kind of so awestruck 
by my wielding of a blowtorch. And not just a chef's one, but yeah. like a full-on commercial gas welder's one. Oh, that's that, what I have in my kitchen too. Yeah, I yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't, they get so tall it doesn't sit under the sink and you have to take it to the gas station to get it refilled. Yeah, love it. I love it. Um, but, <laughs> um, yeah, and, and I just, I remember having a lot of fun, a lot of failure too, but a lot of fun just, making it and perfecting it and every time somehow managing to impress and with all the humility I can muster just saying it really it, I was really chuffed to be able to do that yeah um, that's, that's great that you are so proud of something that you've created yeah. that that is that oh, is the, the humble thing that you want like it's no big deal but it just it it took me a long time to sort of get it right and I was really young at the time and, and it's something my dad still talks about oh my god that oh. meal and Wow. And and plus I love I love anything creamy and berry and fruity. Yeah. Give so, it to me. So this yeah. cream brulee, like I, I mm. talk a lot about love language and cooking for me is my love language. If I love you, I cook for you. Is that oh, cream brulee is it. that the ultimate show of love for you? People I think it know? is. I think it's the ultimate show of unconditional love because it means that if I'm prepared to make this and eat this with you, I'm prepared for the calories to go on to my backside for you <laughs> and if you love me you get this because yeah. if you love me then you're not going to dump me yeah. when my bum gets too big yeah <laughs> that's amazing I love that. <laughs> oh Michelle thank you so much for coming along today and sharing with us your beautiful stories I've really enjoyed oh, chatting with so you welcome. really no, me enjoyed too. it it's been gorgeous I hope our paths cross oh, one day too. I do too I really do I think you and I could be friends from from oh absolutely to you. <laughs> let's um, let's cook together yeah I'd love that I would love that all right you I'll take it anytime thank you so much Michelle you have a you beautiful day if you don't follow Steph Book you. The links are all there at spicysteph.com.